All right, so definitely want to jump into a little bit of post-game for the Bears and a little bit of pre with the upcoming game against the Lions. We knew the Bears got uh, beat up Sunday night by the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers was looking nice. Time I see Aaron Rodgers look nice, it makes me feel bad for calling uh, Patrick Mahomes a baby goat, but baby goat is just facts. After calling what I after calling like I see it, uh, but we, we had the return of Mitch Trubisky with Nick Foles being out with the hip pointer. Uh, initially, it was initially it was doing well. I, I will give kudos to this. I think Bill Lazor is uh, coaching to his players' strengths um, when it comes to play calling. Is what I should say. Uh, now that he's doing play calling until Matt Nagy feels that he has to snatch it back. Because Matt Nagy keeps threatening us with, it's not permanent, right? It's like, please mm. don't hit me anymore, father, right? <laughs> <laughs> he keeps threatening us with that, right? Uh, but Bill Lazor, I, th- I feel like, did a really good job. Having Mitch there uh, definitely opened up some of the run game for David Montgomery, having one of his best games, if not as his best game as a bear, uh, with the threat of Mitch's feet. Um, but, of course, Mitch was Mitch. Uh, I think the the first interception we were all fine with, especially with it being going into uh, halftime. I believe it was halftime. I don't think that was the end of the first quarter. I think that was in the second quarter. That's why it was kind of unimportant. Uh, but the fumble was when it was like, oh, and it was it was a stupid fumble too because at that point, common sense tells you just to wrap the ball up. So that was I, I made a I, I I don't know if you haven't seen this player play Ryan, but the great Mark Price. Anytime Ooh. the double team would come down. When it was closing down, you will see a hand and the ball stick through it, right? And mm-hmm. the double—I mean, we're talking about like Pippen and Jordan, Horace Grant, and one of the other two other wing players, like closing down. And you will see this hand in the ball, and then Mark Price would step like, and it, it, it would happen all the time. And you're like, how is he getting through the double team like this, right? And that's what looked like what Mitch was trying to do with the, the back to football sticking out right there when it got knocked out of his hand or when his arm got hit. Uh, so that's when it started to be like, oh, here we go again. And then the, the, the interception and the triple coverage was just ridiculous. You know, yeah. it's just especially when you have a you, especially when you have a player that you hope has been growing from sitting on the bench. I will say this too. Uh, something <laughs> so that much for that, by the way. Right, right. Because initially you, you you were thinking like maybe, even though you knew you were lying to yourself, it was like hopefully. But the thing too that I did not like. And I'm not saying that Matt Nagy has been uh, um, an ally to- to- 10 toes down for Mitchell Trubisky. Um, but when he was like, man, I was blindsided and basically saying how unfair it was. Dude, you haven't played well since 2018 consistent. Right. And uh, really, 2018 before you hurt your shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you you haven't been the same guy outside of a, a, a fourth quarter from the, with the Eagles – in the playoffs, you have not been the same guy whatsoever. So you need to relax because you've been given every possibility, you know, like just every possibility. And you have not taken the bulls by the bull by the horns or you 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 lack the ability to take the bull by the horns, because I think we all believe he's a hard worker. Uh, but still. So you have well, defense- Ken, to your point, you know, if. He is like going to be the like when you're saying take the bull by the horns, be the leader, be the guy in charge. You know your offense stinks and you can't give up turnovers. That's the ultimate way that you're going to lose. Your only chance is if you play perfect football where you take care of it and you get enough points. What do you do in giving up idiotic fumbles and interceptions? Like you can't do that. It it doesn't matter how much uh, of playtime you've gotten, how much game plan you've been paying attention to. You know what you have to do out there. You can't just give the football away. 
with one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. You know, like, and he's 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 got the Vulcan mind lock with his coach right now, Matt LaFleur, yeah. to where he's dialing it up for Aaron Rodgers. Um, they Listen, that run game, Akeem Hicks was out with the hamstring. Uh, he was definitely Ooh. missed. But, man, yeah. that run game when you have – uh, uh, Jones and Williams, that 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 two, those two dynamic running backs, one a hitter, another one, and Aaron Jones who can catch the ball and still hit you hard too. Uh, they did that dizzle. Uh, Aaron Rodgers passing the ball all around. Lazard had returned this game. Uh, the receiver Lazard had returned this game. Uh, man, it was it was what the Bears deserved. Old fashioned like Mark Tressman ass whooping right there. Yeah, that you got. it was going back to the show we did a couple weeks ago. Titled, The Bears Heading in the Right Direction. And what do you see consistently? National television, people and pundits. Listen, four weeks ago, people were saying nobody was going to uh, fall on their blade for this, right? Or well, I don't mm-hmm. want to say fall, because fall means you did, you're taking the responsibility. Pushed on their blade is what I should say. Um, now, it kind of seems like at least Matt Nagy is probably out of here if he doesn't swing this ship around. Now, we may not be lucky okay, enough to get Okay, hold right. on. Hold uh-huh. on. Because I was going to try to bring up Mitchell Trubisky, the starter for this week, but you're right. Who cares about that? Nobody cares about this season. Because one of my up for grabs for you was, is there any hope for Bears fans that both these guys are out of here? And if not, if it's just one, who do you think's getting out? I think if it's one, it's Ryan. I mean, it's, it's Matt Nagy. Uh, because, you know, what? he does not have the relationship with the ownership that Ryan Pace has, you know, being that Ryan Pace works closer to them and proximity wise being a general manager, just massaging Ted's right. shoulders. Ooh, you like Ooh. that? George, we're going to get a good <laughs> offense in here, George. Don't worry. It's coming. Right. right. Massaging Virginia's feet, you know, like, so, you know, it's with that haircut too. Like, yeah, you know, I'm out here. I'm, I'm dripping, right? I got drip for sale. Don't touch these shoulders. Touch these feet. I am the matriarch. Right. And had, listen, had, 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 her, had her tail up there in Green Bay watching that shellacking take place. Right. Like she came all the way up there. You know, she was thinking about her daddy that night. Um, you know, honestly, why do they make that trip up there? Like, you know what you're going to get. Right. Well, right? <laughs> you know what? But you, when you bring that point up, is that is that also is that perhaps not just for themselves, but also for the people that work for them to let them know? Hey, we're watching you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, listen, I'm, I'm, I got my eye here. I'm here personally to see what's going on, what's taking place on that field and in that locker room. Um, well, they so, saw it. They saw it firsthand up, what's happening. Up close and personal. Now, um, me personally, until he gets hurt again, and I'm not wishing it on him, I feel like you may as well let Mitch be out there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you you may as well just drain me. And I mean, in a positive light, maybe. Listen, even for Mitch, for some other team that maybe see something they'll like, uh, with the Bears probably not bringing him back since they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, um, just put him out. Because, th- listen, there's no need for the Nick Foles show anymore. I mean, even I the worst part is this. Nick Foles going to be a starting quarterback next year, though, at the beginning of the season. Ugh. He is. Because, I mean, that, what's, wor- what's even worse with his contract – <clears throat> Sorry. And with him having that option when he signed here, basically the option was if you play well, you can opt out and you can get some more money. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And uh, with, with having that option, who is searching for, for Nick Foles right now? Who is like, you know what I need? Right? Do you I mean, think like maybe you could 
just start Mitch and basically send the message right now to Foles. Like you can be here and be the backup if you want, because we're going to draft a guy and he's going to be the starter. And you try to force his hand out of here. Is that is that a possibility? See, the only problem with that is the option is his option. So right. if, if, if basically he could still get the, the whatever money he was supposed to get from that Jacksonville deal, the annual. And it is a lot. Right. So why it's kind of listen, it's like Otto Porter, Ryan. Otto Porter's not opting out right now. Why would he leave twenty some million dollars on the table when he hasn't been healthy? True. Right. Like, no, I'm but I mean, if there. Nick's going to stick around to be the backup, I'm fine with that. It's better than Chase Daniel or whoever other retread they're going to do. Listen, I, the question is, he will probably be the starter initially because you may not. Yeah, get that's that that's where I got the problem. Yeah, probably. Think about it. I mean, look, even if the Bears were lucky enough to draft our guy and Trey Lance, Trey Oof, Lance cannot. He's coming, baby. We just need a couple more losses. But listen, he can't start the season, though, Ryan. He's only had one season in a lower level of college football. Like, that's asking a lot. Right. Like that. I mean, that's asking a whole hell of a lot out of a kid. You know what I'm saying? Now, maybe it could be like Russell Wilson and Matt Flynn, a situation where, you know what, we're in training camp and this kid is just dialed up and it's just dazzling us. And we have to go with the best option. That would be great. Um, But see, that's it's just I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And look at the upcoming game against the Detroit Lions. Um, Listen. We go need DeAndre kitty. Swift to catch that pass this time. Go kitty, yeah, go kitty cats, go. <laughs> Lions have a lot. They it was uh, Shelton's out. They got a lot of injuries coming to this. Um, but hopefully, man, the Lions will sit there and continue the, this drubbing that the Bears are taking. Because, and we said this at the beginning of the year when I believe they still had a chance to make it to the playoffs because they had five victories. They were five and one at the time that this was still a, a, a Fugazi team. It was going to be a team that uh-huh. would make it to the playoffs and get their asses handed to them in the first uh, the first game that they played, the first round, since everybody has a first round except the one uh, team, the, the top teams in both conferences. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but um, when you're still thinking about it, like this this is one of those games, this and the Jags game are the games that clearly the Bears have a chance to win. I don't think I don't think the Bears are going to beat the Texans, to be honest with you. I think Deshaun Watson is going to come – I'm looking for y'all because he knows you should be with him and he should be with you. And J.J. Watt has been balling a little bit lately. And this offensive line, welcome, sir. Here's the backfield. Great point, Ryan. Great point. So, uh, again, it's it's been – it's been a – you know what? It turned into a fun year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it'll be fun if they find a way to lose to Detroit and just Uh their only victory is Jacksonville. You're right. I'm in total agreement with you, right? And I still, I'm look. We're looking for Mike Glennon to get some of his. This is the revenge of we didn't draft you or we played you, right? When it comes to uh, when it comes to Deshaun Watson and Mike Glennon, right? Oh come on, that's got to be a clause in Ryan Pace's contract when he signed the extension. If Mike Glennon ever beats you as starter, you officially retire from the NFL. You're out, long neck Glennon. I was watching the game and I'm like, why are those kids with that lady? And I'm like, that must be Mike Glennon's wife. And Surely it was his wife out there <laughs> during the game, right? I'm like, that they pizza with the Rona. I was, doing, I was like, that's got to be the team's uh, wives or something. It definitely was. Oh uh, boy! But yeah, definitely. I mean, to me, the, every every game this season with the Bears, and I'm really talking about the victories, have been stressful. Oh, uh, you haven't God, had yeah. any relief. 
Um, it was just hard. They were hard victories, and we weren't even playing. Imagine playing through those joints. You know what I'm saying? Like the first couple, you like cool. When you get to the fifth one, you like, man, come on, dog. I just want to go home and relax. I don't want right. you know, like these, these are getting hard and, and difficult for, and we're a team that should be able to do this in an easier fashion. Um, so, I mean, imagine say? if uh, there wasn't COVID, the pandemic, and we were going to each other's houses watching this stuff every Sunday. Man, I mean, it it would have hit a point. Like, do we even want to do this? Is, right. is this for real? Right. Like, we're, definitely, we was we don't stop going to each other's houses. I'll tell you that much. Right? Like, even like, even D stop hosting anytime. Right. Of time. Yeah, you'd be like, I'm not coming to the city to watch this take place. Uh, so it, it definitely, you know what I'm saying. It's it's been stressful, and it's been stressful because we knew that the shine had gone off of this vehicle that is Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace and mm-hmm. that it, it, was, it wasn't true. And again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm apologizing. I, I'm, I was a Matt Nagy guy and I was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Um, clearly I was wrong. Um, so now it seems like if, if they finish and maybe get another win or two, Matt Nagy's going to have to play the price for that. If you pay attention to the show, we, you know that both of us feel both of them should have to pay the price. Ryan Pace has been here for what six seasons now? Yeah, six. Like to me, he has to go. Like I, I think you probably get rid of both because you don't want to hamstring the next person to having Matt Nagy. But if you're going to just fire one, I think it's got to be Ryan Pace. I mean, yeah. what players has he really like? Khalil Mack, you traded for him. Like Eddie Jackson hasn't been the player that he was before, and then you move over to offense. There has been nobody that he's gotten that you say, man, Ryan Pace found this guy. It's a bona fide stud. Like, that's a talent evaluator right there. I'm in total agreement with you. He's been here for six years and only had one winning season. All right? One! One winning season in six years. And all he has basically done – he's definitely made some some good draft picks later in the draft, but all he basically has done is spend McCaskey money to cover up his mistakes. That's yeah, all. you look at Robert Quinn is completely useless right now. And look at he's your second highest player. Right. And look at Leonard Floyd out there right now. Yeah. You could have signed Leonard Floyd to a two or three year deal and shrunk that 15 million cap hit that you would have gotten for him and had a better player than Robert Quinn, a more versatile player. Now, listen, hindsight's 2020. Uh, if you yeah. if we go back to this offseason and you tell me I can have Robert Quinn and Leonard Floyd for what Leonard Floyd has done. I'm taking Robert Quinn, but he's supposed to know better than me. And I'm talking about Ryan Pace. Exactly. You're not running the Bears. Right. And that's your guy. Even though sometimes uh, we get upset that people don't let go of their guys, he let go of his guy. But it wasn't time to let go of your guy, basically. And, Ken, I bet you if you were Ryan Pace or in that position, you wouldn't have said, okay, I've spent all this money on Cleo Mack. Let me spend all the rest of my money on Robert Quinn and let me completely ignore the offensive line. Oh, and then let me throw away a fourth round pick for Nick Foles for like $30 million. Like it's insanity. I'm in total agreement with you. You keep trying to rob Peter to pay Paul for your mistakes and Ryan Pace, and he needs to be held accountable. Um, listen, they, they, they well, he helped build a, a terrific defense at one point. That, that's it, it, it's commendable. But still, it's time to go. You know, like it's you still have some of these defensive players that you can hold over for the next regime. Some of them, like some of these guys, are gonna have to go. Look, they're gonna need a quarterback to cover up for some 
of their liabilities because what mm-hmm. you gonna do with Akeem Hicks? Is his contract? Right. What you gonna do with Cal Fuller? You have to sign Cal Fuller. Like, how's Eddie Goldman gonna come back after a year? Only thing football? Good, good, good point. But only thing good about Eddie Goldman is he didn't accrue a year. So, mm-hmm. he, so that new contract he just signed, he's still gonna be where he was at last year with it. So you still have Eddie Goldman. You have Leno and Massey coming at the end of their deals, even though neither one is making significant money. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you have to start. You can't get rid of the money, basically. Like, you have to decide, basically, to get rid of Allen Robinson, your best offensive player, so you have enough money to pay for offensive linemen. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I so, mean, he, he just he's always taking one step forward, one step back, or two steps back if you're Ryan Pace. Like, it's just consistent. And if he's, he's going to go into this draft and start trading up and going crazy, it's like, okay, what are we doing here? And this is the crazy thing. You're going to probably have if – you're, if you're talking quarterback or tackle, one of the top two tackles, you're going to have to trade up, period. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the uh, – and he may not even be a tackle. Slater, the Northwestern kid, a lot mm-hmm. of people have him at 6'3", being a guard, uh, because they're talking about his, he's not tall enough and his arms aren't long enough. So, like, if you're going for the two tackles, I know one of them is from Oregon. I can't remember where the other one is from. And I think both of them didn't even opt in this year. Um, you're going to have to sit there and go up to get though. And I mean, it's not sexy. We would say get a quarterback. Sooner or later, you're going to yeah. have to invest in this offensive line. That's just the truth of the matter. Sooner no doubt. Later, you can't, like, you. one thing now that you can do is, I don't know how good is going to be, but what you may have settled is your guards in your center position. Because mm-hmm. if Mustafer is good, Cody Whitehair, you can go play right. James Daniels, healthy, come back from that pick. You can come in and play left. Now, mm-hmm. Ryan Pace, since you love the Saints so much, your old school Saints when Drew Brees first got there and you're strong up the middle. And now oh all boy. you need, Don't say that name before drafting a quarterback. All you really need is a tackle. You need two tackles, but if you can find a good a, – a, 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 a playable left, you can do mm-hmm. what you need to do with the right for the time being. You know what I'm saying? But you have to flip this around. Uh, and it's definitely time to see some change in, in Hollis Hall. Uh, we've been asking for it for a minute now this season, but it's definitely time for us to see it. And, um, Big time. It's, it, yeah, it's, if, as a Bears fan, you should be calling for it. You shouldn't be settling. Right. You should be calling for it. Wanted to get your thoughts. It was announced today, and it's kind of funny because uh, we had Wednesday football for the first time in God knows yeah. if ever. And uh, the league has said that they are not planning on doing a bubble for the playoffs at this point in time. And as we know, COVID is running far more rampant than it's ever done. And we have crazy moving arounds of NFL games. And you're wondering how are they going to make the playoffs work if they have to be a very strict schedule? So thoughts on the NFL kind of panning the old uh, bubble idea. Um, I don't think it's a wise decision, but I know there's, I know it's a lot harder to do with the number of uh, players and personnel that NBA, NFL teams have compared to NBA teams. You know, so you're asking a whole lot when you're talking about the 53-man roster and coaches and uh, personnel and all that um, to play in a bubble. Um, but I think they need to if they really want to do it right. Um, you also have to think about it like this. One team's going home. So it's not like you're keeping those teams together longer you know what I'm saying? It's basically, you know, I would do it like this, actually. Um, depending on, you know, if the players would allow, I would have I would have had the players in hotels 
uh, with their families. Uh, hopefully the families are following strict regulation. Um, and then I would just have, make sure that they don't get in contact with anything else straight to the plane, straight to the site. But for, and I was saying that for the regular season, for the playoffs, I would sit there and uh, have players sit there to hope to get to the hotel at the beginning of the week in the town that they're playing. I, also, if you're at your hometown, you're coming out. You, you got to go to the hotel too. You know what I'm saying? Cause that way, as long as we know that that right then you don't have COVID, we have a lot better chance of keeping COVID away from you if you're in our controlled environment 24-7. You know what I'm saying? And listen, mm-hmm. you just got a, you got a month where you're just not going to be around your loved ones. You know what I'm saying? It's just That's just, for right now, that, you know, and I know it's, it's not fair, but right now that kind of goes with the job, with how the world is right now. You know what I'm saying? As far as getting this done and, you know, it's easy to sit there and be like, man, I don't want to do that. When owners come back and be like, well, give me some of that cash, then you're going to start thinking, man, maybe we should do something like that. So I don't like the fact that the NBA isn't really coming up with the way. And I know it's hard, especially when you look at how long the basketball season and it's just starting to begin uh, to try to even pull something like that off. Uh, but, yeah, we're not even talking about regular season. I do think in the playoffs, the NFL should have should try to go to some type of bubble situation. It may be half a bubble. You know, it's as far as not being like every team is in Orlando or something like that. But I do think if you can get players into hotels, uh, make sure those hotels are really uh, controlled environments that you are controlling and that hopefully the players uh, fall in line, that you really lower the risks of getting those outside, those outside, um, getting COVID is what I should say. Getting, getting the risk of someone bringing COVID into that situation. When we keep seeing just since COVID has jumped up this last two or three weeks, how many NFL players out? We're watching the game right now, this Baltimore game. And l- listen, Lamar Jackson, uh, and what Andrews is out. Matt oh, Andrews, man. Like, when you look at the Steelers, two of their defensive linemen, is like when you look at all the players that are out because they're on the COVID reserve list, man, I mean, so – they need to do something because you're, I'll tell you this. Listen, this is what ooh, I've been wanting to talk to you. I have been wanting to talk to you, sir, because you crossed my mind. And it's nothing to do like you said something against it. Did you watch that Denver Saints game this past weekend? No. Listen, because this is the thing. First of all, Denver had to play a practice oh, team. Oh, with the, yes, the receiver, missing right? quarterbacks. Three quarterbacks out, right? This, but this, this is the thing that the run that really went under, uh, undercovered as far as watching that game. Neither team basically crossed the fifty yard line for like a quarter and a half. All right, dude, his ass, and I hope you know who I'm talking about. His ass has seventy eight yards passing. If they played a team with a real quarterback, they would have had to put Jamison that day. He had run. He couldn't do nothing. I'm talking about Taysom Hill. He, a team that didn't even have a quarterback run, Taysom Hill had 78 yards passing. His numbers look right because he rushed for two TDs. Man, get your ass out of here. And then he's Steve Young, me. right? Come on, dog. Listen, look, this is cute. It's cute. There's no way you guys are going to be able to, to, to get to one, get a bye in the NFC if you keep this kid playing quarterback. 70, it was terrible. Dude, watching that game because you're, you're like, okay, I know. Denver's terrible. They got a, a receiver out here. That's I'm not even a receiver, like off the streets receiver. Damn, he's a practice uh, squad guy. He's like people. The announcers were like people in the building didn't even know who he was. All right, so you they got him out here, right? But you think flipping to the Saints, you're going to see some offense, right? It was struggling. It was a hard watch watching that game uh, this past weekend 
Uh, but yeah, the Taysom Hill experiment, listen, it, it needs to come to an end. You need to know what you got, James Winston, because Shuddy is just your little trick gadget guy. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're not gonna be able to take a 48 old year old man to turn him into some pro bowl quarterback. It's kind of late in the game. It's like, listen, this is the equivalent of how Yoda and the rest of the great <laughs> our masters felt about Kwai John trying to train his old ass Yannick Anakin. They was like, man, he's too old to get in this game like this now. You know, same thing he said would look like he he kind of old for this. Like, that's how I feel about Taysom Hill. But, yeah, you crossed my mind in the show because – Sean like, Payton's oh. Qui-Gon? Well, I'll train him anyways. <laughs> Give me some of that oxy. But, uh, yeah, so – You can tell me no, but I'm going to do it. Whoa, dude, that was a hard, hard, hard watch this past weekend. And I just wanted to bring that to the show because all you kept hearing was Denver didn't have quarterbacks. But guess what? The Saints did not have a quarterback either. Like, it was terrible. It was terrible. Like it, the, the worst. Like, dude, if 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 Denver went up by twenty, was up by twenty, and then you just wish Denver had a quarterback to see what they would have done because they would have had to pull Taysom Hill out. Like that's the thing. So it's that one. I I look forward, hopefully, to to, to uh, googly eyes getting this chance. Uh, because right now, boy, that Saints offense is struggling behind Taysom Hill, and it's hurting me in fantasy because I got Michael Thomas. And until the game was playing, I said, damn it, I started Michael Thomas and Taysom Hill was the quarterback, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I still won because I still had the, the Steelers going right now with Chase Claypool, and I was only down by 10 points, so I'm up by like Ooh. 16. Yeah, I'm, I'm good right good now. Good for you, sir. Good, good for you. Right 